Yes. So the parking lot was, wasn't all the way full, but it was quite full. Yep. And then you walk a short paved walk to, um, there's several lookouts that you can look at, have different views of the falls. And then you can go to the stairs and there are 96 stairs down. You know what? What? There's the same amount coming back up. Yes. Although it feels like 190 coming back up. I know. Welcome to the Winnie and Bill Chat Podcast. This is episode 18 of season two, and we're calling this one Northern Michigan Gems. Hello. Um, Thank you for listening to our podcast. That was my husband, Bill, and my name is Winnie, and we are the owners of Quiet Shutter Fine Art and Photography. Um, Before we get started, Bill... Let's thank Anchor Podcasting. Anchor is a free pad- podcasting platform. I can't get my words That's out That's a mouthful. <laughs> you can access it from the web or from an app on your smartphone. It's easy if we can do it. You can do it too. So thanks, Anchor. And we also want to thank our son, Andy, at Outdoor Andy TV on Twitch and Instagram for hooking us up with our sound system. Thanks, Andy. So today we're going to talk about a couple of gems in northern Michigan, especially in the fall. Yeah, places that we, well, one of them we had never been to before. The other one we've been to a few times. times. Many times. But yeah. So it is, today is the first day of October, and we are having a little string of some awesome fall weather here in northern Michigan. The sun is shining. It's blue skies. And I just looked at the forecast and it's supposed to be like this uh, all the way through next week. That's amazing. This might be our fall retreat. Treat before the snow blows. Our treat. (laughs) Did you say retreat or treat? I said both. (laughs) I said it all. You said it all. We all know in northern Michigan what's coming. Winter. Winter. And it's not my favorite season. No. Although I, once it gets snow on the ground and gets dried out, I don't mind it. It's this wet, miserable, cold that I don't really like. Maybe what we should say instead is we all know what's coming. November. November. The gray days of November. Most of our life. Yeah, November is my maybe least favorite month of the year. You know, Yeah, it's gray. The leaves usually have fallen off the trees. It's cold out most of the time. And wet. And, wet and, uh, and yeah. there's no sunlight. It's cloudy and dark and dreary. And you get a little wet snow once in a while. All the fun things in November. And the, and the damp cold, I think, is worse than the deep frigid winter cold once everything's frozen and and drier i 
just November. It's just not my favorite month. Now, I talked to someone the other day who loves November. She loves the the short, dark, dreary days because you can curl up in a blanket and read a book and just be cozy. Yeah, she's bumped her head or something, I'm afraid. Uh, well, you know what? We should not be negative and we should try to find the silver lining in all things. And so good for her. Good for her. But if I had to choose a month to be away from northern Michigan. November. It'd be November. For sure. If you go, let me know. I might go with you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just saying. So with a string of lovely weather, we were motivated to get out and do a couple of things in northern Michigan as if we were tourists. Right? Right. And one of the things that we have wanted to do for a long time and never done is to go to an iconic northern Michigan restaurant um, that's called the Dam Side Inn. So I should explain for those who may be listening for the first time, the way we like to do our podcast is we will post nine photos to our Instagram account, which is Quiet Shutter Photo. um, And you can... Check our photos out about the things we talk about on the podcast, either as you're listening or if that's not convenient because maybe you're driving. Don't do it when you're driving. (laughs) You can check them out later. So, Bill, do you want to go to our first photo and tell me what you're looking at? Sure. Let's see what we got today. Oh, well, there it is. The menu for the damn side in in big old Pelston, Michigan. I'm surprised that that's Pelston. I mean, technically, obviously, it must be, but it, I I would have said Brutus, Michigan. Yeah. And there is no dam at the dam site. (laughs) There used to be, apparently, but they've removed the dam for good reason because it was making a mess of the Maple River, which is a really nice trout stream in northern Michigan. And uh, apparently, they removed it about. Four or five years ago. I, you know, I should do, I should have dug in a little more to research um, the dam site in maybe, um, maybe I can look that up while we're talking. What year the dam site in was first opened? I'm going to say 1953. You're guessing 53? I'm guessing 53. I, you know, I feel like maybe even early, like earlier, like 45 Let's see. The dam site in in Pelston. And then in brackets, it says actually Brutus. <laughs> <laughs> see, we were right all along. Has been a dining tradition in northern Michigan since 1953. Wow, I got it right. You did. Well, that was a stab in the dark. What many of the charms of dining here is the spectacular view of the North Country at its best. Well, I think the view used to be of the dam. Right. And now it's of uh, a kind of a dried out bacon field, but... It's still pretty. I mean, it is in the middle of nowhere for sure, kind of on the edge of a big field. Yeah. And then on on one side, and other side there's woods. Right. Um, and this is interesting. I'm going to read the rest of their little about us. Okay. We strive to maintain the excellence and grace of fine dining. Families are always welcome here, as well as larger parties. The Dam Site Inn is casual country dining at its finest. 
no dress code. <laughs> in the fall, nature provides a grand show of colors at the dam site in and provides a display of the dam site provides a display of pumpkin carving like no other. Come visit us for a dining experience you'll treasure forever. That's a lot of words. That's a lot of words. It is, um, they have on their big sign out by the highway, it says gracious dining too. I've never heard that term used yeah, like that I, before. I saw that and I went, what do they mean by that? I would say that's a pretty good description of gracious dining. So it was um, opened in 1953. And I don't think anything has changed since then. I was going to say it looks like 1953, although... We weren't born then. That was way before our time. Yeah, we were born in 63. Well, it was way before 10 years. 10 is, years. 10 years is like a decade. <laughs> it is kind of like a decade. So this first picture um, is of the front of the menu. And the menu looks original too, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, and what the dam site in is known for is it's chicken and they serve it family style so they bring a plate of chicken and they bring a bowl of mashed potatoes and a bowl of peas and a bowl of what else did we have? a bowl of noodles which i think Egg is noodles odd. it was kind of weird um a bowl of gravy bowl of gravy biscuits for everyone with honey biscuits with honey and i believe they get their honey from the local mennonite are they mennonite amish. or amish how do you amish. know the difference well the mennonites actually drive vehicles the the um, Amish are still doing horse and buggy and bicycles and bicycles. That was the vehicle of the day when we were there. Yes, yes. Boys on bikes, boys and girls. I saw a girl I on saw a bike. A girl too. ride up the hill really slow just to turn around and go back down. I think that was their entertainment. Yeah, for the day. I mean, how much fun is that? Yeah, we enjoyed just watching. Right. So we had been talking with a friend this summer, and um, uh. This friend of mine, Trish, I first knew her mother. Her mother was both a client and friend of mine for many, many years when I was a hairstylist. And um, her mother has um, passed away at this point. And Trish and I have carried on a friendship, which I'm so appreciative of. But for some reason, when we got together this summer, we were talking about the damn site in. I don't know how it came up in conversation, but. She had eaten there many times with her mother and her family, and Bill and I had never eaten there. So we made a, a deal that before the end of the season, we would go and eat at the dam site together. So we thought we better hurry up and do it because I do believe they close for the winter. I think the end of this coming month. So, um, and what a perfect day we picked. We did. It was a um, beautiful, sunshiny day, blue skies. Nice, you know, trees are starting to turn color in northern Michigan. It was just a gorgeous day. Yeah, well, it's virtually no wind. I mean, they don't open till 5 o'clock, so it was a dinner thing, but um, right. couldn't have asked for nicer weather, that's for sure. And how long does it take for us to drive from here to Brutus, Michigan? 45 minutes. Yeah, so it, it was an event. Right. It wasn't like we were just running to, into town to the restaurant. And so, um, so let's go to our next picture, Bill. Alrighty. And this is a picture of me and our friend Trish. And I made you take this picture because I wanted to feature the wall decor. 
This is one of the walls in the bar area of the restaurant. There are a couple of things about the Dam Site Inn that are unique and iconic to their restaurant. And one of the things is this treatment on the walls, which is not wallpaper. It's actually Nagahide. Um, and what would you call it? Nagahide is like, like fake leather. Yeah. Like vinyl. Yeah. We would call it vinyl now, I guess. Um, and Nagahide is, was, and maybe still is used often for, um, like upholstering. Yeah. Like chairs or seats or, um, apparently wall coverings. We bought some <laughs> wall coverings. <laughs> we bought some Naga hide once to recover the seats on the a golf cart. Right. So it's used for that kind of thing. Right. Pretty durable. Usually a little weatherproof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in the at the dam site in they have Naga hide on the walls that has a very interesting retro pattern. I say retro, but if it's original, you still call it retro. Well, it's probably back in fashion now, but in the <laughs> 50s, it was mid-century modern. And the owners, um, if I remember the story right, had worked at the Buick factory downstate. The original owners, yes, I believe so. And this Naga hide came from the Buick factory. Right. I probably don't know whether that... It. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't think they stole it. I think they maybe had the connection with the... Whoever made right. it, it could have been overstock. It could have been anything. Maybe they, maybe they up and ordered it, and they probably sold it to whoever wanted it. Right. If you if you get a chance to look at our picture here, you can see the Naga Hide is gold, and the pattern is very groovy. Yeah. Wouldn't you call and that it's, groovy? It's like definitely textured too. It looks. I mean, there's some dimension to it. If you were to rub your hands on it, I so. did rub my hand on it. Did you touch it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not affixed to the wall very well. No, you <laughs> did you to, notice that? I was afraid that it might uh, fall down. Fall down. I, I mean, when you touched it, did it like move a little bit? Like maybe yeah, it was like just kind of hanging there? there. Yeah, I would suggest don't touch the naga hide. <laughs> Unless you want to have it fall on you. Can you imagine after from 1953, we had this beautiful, uh, authentic naga hide on the wall until Winnie and Bill showed up. Yeah. And touched These it. These fumbling idiots came in and rubbed themselves all over the walls. <laughs> it fell off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So that's the, uh, that's, the decor in this place is really fascinating. Yeah. It's definitely period. It was pretty, it was like a, a warp, time warp thing. Definitely like a, like a time warp, but everything's clean. Yeah. And it's yeah. not, it it's doesn't. It's in good shape. It's actually. in good shape. It doesn't look yeah. like run down, forgotten dusty old no i mean that's 70 years old now yeah 70 years almost 70 years yeah crazy wow so this next shot bill go to our next picture i already did okay and tell me what it is this is is more of that same area of the restaurant and uh these are original bar stools apparently to the place they had chairs and bar stools in the bar area that look like this molded plastic there's probably a better name than plastic for them but I guess they're pretty special. Um, the chairs are designed by a an architect designer whose name is Aro Saradin. And evidently, he's the person who designed the St. Louis Arch and also JFK Airport. Now, we've been to the St. Louis Arch. I've never been to the JFK Airport. 
Right. So these are special chairs. Had I not known that before I went there, I would not have thought of them as being special. Anything special. Necessarily. Yeah. They had other, uh, just the like chairs, chairs themselves that were just a white, like a vinyl, I guess you call them vinyl or uh, hard plastic. That this was the same shape as this, but didn't have the luxury padding that these seats have. Oh, is that luxury padding? That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> plush luxury padding. They don't look that plush anymore, but. They might have been round at one time. Now they've been flat bottomed. So the bar is all padded too. Yeah. And uh, actually, now that I'm looking at this picture, I don't, I didn't zero in on this when we were there, but do you see the red panels under I do. the edge of the bar? Is that that's, more Nagahide? That's more Nagahide. And it looks like it has that same groovy texture does, to it. Yep. It's just that it's red instead of gold. Yep. Austin Powers should have been here, I guess. <laughs> and the, Wait, he was 60, so never mind. Right. He'd been. Before his time. Right. This would be like original 007. There you go. And, or get smart. Get smart more <laughs> appropriately. Yeah. Look at the, and the bar, what do you call the edge of the bar there? That's really padded and covered in vinyl. Headrest. I think you call that a headrest. I don't know what you would call it. I wish we'd taken time to sit at the bar. Yeah. Because uh, the bar is kind of the most fascinating part. Look at the light fixtures too. Um, the ones up in the corner left. A little, yeah. They are really groovy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely period lighting in that section anyways. Yeah, this, this. I mean, now that you can see hanging down a little bit in the corner right, a television. And it is a modern day television, modern yeah. flat screen yeah. TV. Yeah, and those, I mean, in the, in the dining area, there were ceiling fans all over that were definitely not from 1950s, but. Yeah, um, so they have done some things, yeah. but they've been very careful to preserve the character. I of think the everything place. that they could, they've saved original. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah, very cool. Yeah. So, um, what the dam site is known for, what it is famous for, I think they say world famous, world famous, world's best chicken. I think they even brag. But. And if you go to the next picture, it's a an unabashed, unashamed cell phone picture of our chicken tower of chicken what i realized as we were eating is they bring a a complete parts of a chicken to the table and they, they assemble do. it on the plate in the shape of the chicken yes you see that they reassemble the chicken you've got the breast and the legs and the, the wings, wings and the thighs <laughs> they're all they're, they're all there in order yeah <laughs> The yeah. chicken was definitely the star of the show. It was good chicken. It was really good chicken. I mean, I wouldn't I don't know if it's the world's best, but it was pretty darn good chicken. I don't know how you'd make it better. I mean, if you're talking, if you're comparing fried how, chicken to fried chicken. I know how we'd make it better. How? It wasn't so expensive. Well, it is a little pricey. <laughs> I will chicken. say that. Yeah. But it um, was good. It was a good meal. The chicken. I mean, they've only got how many months of the year to make their money, so... Like a lot of Northern Michigan businesses, there is no business for the six months of winter that we have. Correct. So you've only got a few months to to make it and be able to keep the yeah, doors they open. Actually, so. They actually pushed the envelope for Northern Michigan because they're, they're technically open for almost six months. So, Right, right. A lot of places closed by Labor Day. So yeah. anyway, so the chicken, as I'm staring at it, I wish I could grab a little piece and yeah, nibble I could, on uh, it. Yeah, I could eat some more of that chicken now. 
Yeah, it's um, it has a light flour breaded coating, right? I'm not a I'm not yes, a cook, but it's so, not deep fried, and it's not a it's, thick coating either. No, so it's not. No, it's really lightly. I think they boil the chicken, and then they have just a flour, salt, salt and pepper, pepper flour, and they probably put some kind of wash maybe special little something in there besides that but very basic breading and they uh they pan fry all of it um they have some uh, we watched a video this they have like a it's not just a frying pan that they use it's a little bigger than that but um they do shallow fry all of their chicken so it's it's a special way they go about it and it, it they do it well yeah if you bill mentioned we watched a video there's um, a PBS television show in Michigan called Under the Radar. And on Under the Radar, they explore places all over Michigan that um, you might otherwise not know about. And one of the episodes they did about the dam site in. So if you want to know more than we're going to tell you about the dam site in, um, check out that episode of Under the Radar. Anyways, we had a, a super delicious meal we had a um, great visit conversation with our friend Trish and we were so completely full after all the mashed potatoes and chicken that we had to order dessert. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we weren't quite full. We were really, we were quite we full. Were full. <laughs> Actually, I was thankful when we first ordered dessert, I thought for a while, these people are taking forever to bring us dessert. But then I thought, Thank That's goodness. okay. I need a little while to settle my stomach. Right. We shouldn't have ordered dessert because we were full, but they had a really extensive dessert menu. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, it was extensive. And I we mean, all got something different. Because typically, especially in upscale restaurants, you, you know, you get three, maybe four choices because typically yeah. they don't do dessert all that much. And the but... table next to us that was filled with people a little bit older than us. They all got sherbet. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. I always get the sherbet. <laughs> but um, no, we got, I Trish got some kind of a chocolate cake. You got a key lime pie and I got a strawberry shortcake. She got chocolate souffle. And are you at the picture of you with your dessert yet? I am. That's a pretty good picture. I took it with my cell phone. One thumb up for the key lime pie. Key lime pie. Yeah, you look a little bit like your uh, food intoxicated or... <laughs> It was good. It actually was good key lime pie. Um, and you are a connoisseur of the key lime pie. I do. I like it. And you can tell the people over my shoulder from the other table are sherbet drunk. They're sherbet drunk. <laughs> they were. I mean, everybody there was enjoying. I mean, it was just kind of a, it was definitely a relaxed atmosphere. And it was a yeah, it was a very pleasant place to yeah. have dinner. Yeah. I would recommend it. Does it does sure. set in the woods. Um yeah. and it's just a kind of a quiet little place. Nice to nice to hang out there. Yeah. And the nice thing about the fall in particular is um and we went there midweek. So there was a fairly good crowd that came in initially, but no one no one was pushed or anything. I mean with I mean, they, we they're went, only open for four hours, so it's not yeah. like they're going to push anybody out to reseat somebody. Anyways, they did so. have a, they did have a sign on the door that said they were severely understaffed, so right. please be patient. Right. Um, it wasn't that busy. Now this was a midweek, like a Wednesday night, 
um, that we went and it's after Labor Day. So it, you know, it has gotten a little quieter in Northern Michigan um, since then. So I don't know how it would be if you went when they were in August, when they're still really busy and people are lined up at 430 across the parking lot to get in there because yeah, I, think I think that they, happens i would think they would try and move people through a lot faster but like right. i say it we was were, it was a relaxed comfortable atmosphere so it was a nice we had no nice, pressure yeah nice experience so. so just for a second look at this is taken with our new cell phones yep this picture pretty good i think we should just throw our thousand dollar cameras out the window don't you think just go for the you cell go phones ahead now. i'll catch them <laughs> No, I won't do that. It is nice to have a good a cell phone with a good camera, though, so that we, you know, there's times that we just don't have our other camera with us or you just need a snapshot of something. And it's it's nice to be able to get a decent picture when they, you. They have come such a long way. They have ways. come a long ways. Yep. And, you know, they're expensive. Cell phones are so darned expensive anymore. But when you stop and think about it, you got a little computer in your hand there. You know, it's not just a phone. And, and a are, pretty decent camera. Yeah. Some of them aren't so little anymore either, but. Yeah. Our new cameras are uh, bigger than our old, our new cameras. Our new phones are bigger than our old phones. Yep. And I find that I usually don't have a pocket big enough to put I it know. in. I hate having to just carry it around. That seems silly. Anyhow, <laughs> so that was our damn site in. Experience. It was a nice, it was a nice time. The food was good. White linen tablecloths is kind of a treat, you know. Yep. yep. Um, I think the I think the water glasses were even crystal, or they certainly look yeah. like it. So when you order the, I didn't look at the menu extensively because I knew we wanted their iconic family style chicken meal. Um, they yeah, do I have did. other stuff on their menu, of course. They do quite a bit of stuff, actually. Yeah, quite a quite a bit, and. Um, I guess we. I'd go back and I bet you I'd still fall for their specialty. Probably though, have the think? chicken. Yeah. 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 I mean, they do it well, apparently. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we don't eat fried chicken every day anyway. So we don't eat a lot of meat, actually. Right. We try not to. So this was unusual. Um, they also, all of the side dishes, when you order the family style meal, you can get refills. Right. So you can get more biscuits and you can get more peas and you can get more noodles noodles and more mashed potatoes and more chicken even right um we did ask for more mashed potatoes right and when they brought them to us i was, <laughs> was kind of over it by then I, I did have a second helping of potatoes just because i had asked for it so i felt i had to but i yeah but know. the three of us i mean i it, yeah it was supposed to be all you could eat but the three of us ate all the chicken we wanted and still had some though trish took some pieces home with her so right that was it was good that we didn't overindulge with that so yeah yeah they, they're generous portions all right enough of that so then the next day we still had some beautiful sunshine and blue skies in northern michigan so we took so another. we set out in the car with our cameras not really knowing what our destination would be and i found the dam from the dam site in <laughs> There is no dam on the Tequamanon River, is there? Oh, no. I'm this kidding. is a waterfall. Correct. It is. We went to the Tequamanon Falls in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. The UPA. In the UPA. And we have been there many times, but it was such a beautiful day. Um, 
if it weren't COVID times, next weekend would be a, a photography workshop at Park of the Pines where we live and work. And um, it was canceled due to the numbers of COVID not being in a good place, but um, rescheduled for next year, the same time. And we thought we'd just take a drive up to the UP to see where the leaf colors are. Yeah. To see if this weekend would be a better weekend for the workshop or next weekend would be a better weekend, even though every year is a little bit different. So we ended up at Tequamanon Falls. And there were spots on the drive up there where the leaves are beautiful, changing colors, and then other places where there's still a lot of green. So I think I think next weekend will be fine next year. I think next week would be spectacular. Because I think this year, next week and the week after are going to be spectacular. Let's hope. Yeah. So in this next picture, you can see um, the back of Bill's head as he's um, squatted down to take a picture of the upper Tequamanon Falls through the railing. Actually, I fell down and <laughs> I just picked myself up and I thought, I might as well take a picture. You did here. not fall down. Oh, oh. But that would have been fun. Yeah, you would have <laughs> walked away. Look, that guy fell over. So if you go to the Tequamanon Falls, there are lower falls, which I have never been to. Have you ever been to the lower falls? I have, but you refuse to go there. I'm not interested. Should I be interested? Mm-hmm. Well, tell me what I would see there. You would see the lower falls. And they're just they're a little... lot of smaller than the, the larger falls as far as that goes, but they're interesting. You There's a big, a lot of people um, rent boats and you can go out around the edge of the falls. You can actually go in behind the falls than the lower falls. So. In behind them, they're like four foot. No, they're not. They're higher than that. I don't think so. Yeah, they are because you can actually walk behind them. Although you've never been there, so how would you know? Right. All right. Well, I'm going to look that up after we're done here and okay. see because I don't think I've seen pictures of them before and they're not very spectacular. Anyways, we went to the upper falls. Bill did suggest we go to the lower falls and I nixed it. Nixed. That was a nice word for nixed. She nixed it. <laughs> nah. She said. Nah. 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 So anyways. Um, when you go to the Upper Falls, you park in the parking lot, and there was a lot of people there. There was a lot of people there yesterday. Yeah, and I, I guess is, I, I guess I should have known that, but I just like, eh, it's the middle of the week. There won't be anybody up here. Yeah, but the UP Surprise! of Michigan is so popular during color season. I know. I just lost track of where I was. Right. I guess. So the parking lot was wasn't all the way full, but it was quite full. Yep. And then you walk a short, paved walk. To um, there's several lookouts that you can look at, have different views of the falls, and then you can go to the stairs, and there are 96 stairs down. You know what? What? There's the same amount coming back up. Yes. Although it feels like 190 coming back I know. up. <laughs> if you have bad knees at all, going down sometimes is just as bad as going up. Don't yep. you think? Yep. Yeah, the pain seemed the same both directions. Right. <laughs> anyway, so we we went down to the down the ninety six stairs to the brink of the falls, and when we got down there, we thought, from a photographic standpoint, yeah, <laughs> there wasn't much color. I I guess we were hoping because we for saw a little bit of color up above. I yeah. thought there'd be more dimension when we got down there, and there really wasn't. 
we thought we'd see all kinds of fall covers all along the river and above yeah. the falls. Yeah. And there wasn't much color yet. Right. And we were there Mid-day. at the time of the day when the sun was pretty high in the sky. So it was kind of bright. and uh, It interfered with your pictures. This yeah. picture is just a picture taken with my cell phone. And you can see that the light was causing some problems. problems. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a beautiful place. No. It is a beautiful place. Absolutely. It's stunning. Yep. I'm always drawn to waterfalls. I like, I guess it's the sound I probably like more than anything. But Do you like the sound? It's almost deafening, you know? it's What? <laughs> we should do a whole podcast about the waterfalls around the um, Munising, Munising probably, area. Yes. Munising, Michigan has a lot of waterfalls. And- yes, it does. We'd probably have to take several days to really do the Okay. <laughs> My schedule's clear after this weekend. Okay. All right. So if we go to the next picture, this one was taken with a camera, not a cell phone. Yes. And I probably am not going to know, unless I go back and look, who took this picture, you or One me. of us. One of us did. And it's probably every other visitor to Tequamanon Falls that day and every day gets this exact same picture. Yep. You can see just a touch of orange starting in the leaves across the river. Yeah, the color was up really high in the trees. It was where the sun was directly hitting the tops of the trees is where the color was at yesterday. Um, The underbrush and stuff is just starting to turn a little bit. You know, I'd be willing to take another drive up there next weekend or... Another okay. day, if all right, I don't, you know, maybe the thing about Tequamanon Falls that some people find surprising the first time they see it is that the water is not pure white going over the falls. You can no, see a lot of not. color in the in this uh, picture. Somebody, I heard somebody refer to it recently as Root Beer Falls. Okay, well, it kind of looks like that. It does kind of look like root beer that's foaming. Yeah. Because the color of the water, it's it's discolored because of the tannins in the water, which is organic matter. Right. And so the water is kind of brown yellow. And then, of course, where it's worked up, it looks white. So it, it's interesting. Yeah, it there's, a, a, there's a big, and, there's always a big pool of, of foamy froth at the bottom of that waterfall. Yeah. It falls quite a distance, so that's what creates that. But I'm sure that one of the signs there told us how far it is, but yep. I'm not remembering. Taller right than you and me put together. And I wouldn't want to go over it. No. <laughs> no, because the undertow would probably drag you under and never bring you back up. Right, exactly. And there's probably a lot of rock at the bottom. Oh, yeah. 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 But Tequamanon Falls are beautiful. Yep. In the unique area to Michigan, it's it's cool. Yeah. A lot of people there and taking it in. And yep. you can tell the ones who are just hiking into the falls and the ones who are coming back by the look on their face. Right. It's climbing back up that 96 stairs. Yeah. That was, kills you. It was funny when you and I got to the top of the stairs, there was a couple about our age, maybe um, came by us and said, Whew, somebody turned the heat up when we went, yeah, when right. we went down there. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. If you walk to the far end of this trail, you can walk down another set of stairs and get a little further off view of the of the falls from downriver. Right. And I think that that set of stairs is even more stairs. It is. It's like another, 120 or. Yeah, I, I did it a couple of years ago and I can't remember, but it was another 
30 or 40 steps both directions. Yeah. Yeah. But you did get some gorgeous pictures. It is a nice angle. And that might be when we go back up next time with there's a little more color. Yeah. yeah. If there was more color, that might be worthy of doing. That might be you the spot get to get. Because you get a lot more of the whole area in yeah. that angle, too. Yeah. Really, really beautiful spot. Yep. And then when we hiked back out, and again, I... You know, the stairs are difficult, but otherwise it's a paved pathway and everything. It's, yeah, you know, it's very, very handicap accessible. Absolutely. And, yeah. Um, and even if you're not going to hike the stairs, there are lots of viewing points where you can appreciate the, the falls without having to. We did see a couple of people being pushed in wheelchairs, and I'm sure that they would get decent views of the falls without yep. having yep. to do the, the climb. Yep. Um, but when we came back out, there is a restaurant slash brewery at the falls. And I don't know if it's actually open. It is right now. Yep. But they have like a little um courtyard where you can probably eat outdoors. And maybe that's what they're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, I think when I think what they were doing was almost like a carryout situation. But like you say, they had a big, big patio that had a lot yeah. of and there was live music outside. When we, yeah, the when we came back and, out there was some live music and yep. and then outside of that area, just in the natural areas, there are also picnic tables and whatnot. So you could bring your own picnic with you. Yep. Just and yesterday afternoon would have been a really great day to picnic and just spend your time. And and I've never been to the falls when it's sunset time, but that seems like it'd be a good experience. Yeah, I wonder what that's like. I wonder too. And yesterday would have been a good day to experience that because the sunset on the drive home was gorgeous. It was gorgeous, but there was some wispy clouds I in the sky. I had and to go were... to work today at three in the morning, yeah, so it wasn't really an option yesterday. Right, we had to get home. because Another had... day. They'll have to sleep. Um, anyways, that was lovely. Yeah. And this actually, I like this view more than the view from the directly on the brink of the falls. Yeah. Actually, it was yesterday for sure. It was, uh, it just gives you more of a story. It tells you um, the width of the river for one thing in the, in the and, pool. And you get a nice view of the falls and up river as well as down river and in this picture you actually can see a little bit of fall color starting yep, yep. so yeah and it's that's framed. what i was talking about about the color being up high in the trees right um in this picture the falls are framed by some of the trees and foliage that are closer to that um, viewing spot yeah one of the other things that's kind of cool is the pathway to the falls there's some big big old growth trees in there too that yeah. are pretty fascinating really cool yeah. So if you go to Taquamanon Falls, make sure you leave yourself enough time to wander through all of the different viewing points. And if you're into taking pictures, try and get it from different angles and different places. And yeah. Yeah. And don't, pack a picnic lunch. I think don't that's make the best it, thing. Don't make do. it a sprint. There um. are people who do make thing, these kind of things a sprint. We saw an older gentleman who was definitely sprinting in. Yep. And generally, when they're sprinting in at the same time as we are, they, they're they sprinting on the way back out before we even get there. Yeah, I just, I don't understand why you would. Just check. Check it off at the it, list. Go on to the next thing. Yeah. I got 17 things done today. Yeah. Um, do you remember any? <laughs> I'm sure they do. That's their style. Yeah, I know. I know. But I, I think you need to breathe in a place for a while to yeah. really take it in. And, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's why. 
when we get a chance to get away, we like to take our time so that we can enjoy the time that we have. Plus, I can't sprint. <laughs> well, <Sorry>. there's that. <laughs> I can't anymore either, so not a big deal. All right. So the last picture that Bill started to talk about, this is a picture. I'm going to build it up a little bit. Build it up, when he Tell us the story. This is a picture that we have been wanting to get for several years. And every year we miss the opportunity. We do. There is an old abandoned house close by where we live. When our kids were little, they referred to this house as the parish house. The parish house. From or the, movie, the Jumanji house. From the Jumanji movie. It's, it's old. It's all the wood is grayed. It's falling apart. There's holes in the roof. Um, and there's a vine that's growing on the house that seems to be engulfing it and taking it over. But for a few days, and I don't even think it lasts for a whole week. It doesn't usually. This was the color that we were looking for. For a few days, every fall, the foliage on the vine turns bright red, which is a great contrast to that silver gray of the, of the you know, decaying building. Yep. And every year, sometimes we see it and we don't have our cameras with us. And we say, oh, we're going to have to remember to go back and take a picture of the old parish house before the vine, you know, falls. Yeah. And yesterday we happened to stumble across that path as we were going up to the UP. And we had our cameras with us. We drove past and I said, we should go back and take that picture. So we did. And we did. So I don't know how many years we've wanted to do this. So we parked on the side of the road. You had to climb up a little bit of a hill on the side of the road and um, the sky was blue. That's the problem. Other times we've seen the, the bright red vine on the house, but it's been a gloomy, rainy or gray day. Right. And it just, right. the, yesterday was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. So we got out of the car, climbed up the bank of the road and snapped some pictures of the old parish house. I think this is our best picture of the day. I think it is too, actually. So um, I have to keep an eye on the next few days and see if it gets brighter, but I don't think it's going to. I, I think it's this as bright is, as I think it's yeah. going to get. And like you say, the blue sky was certainly the accent of it all too. So what is this foliage in the foreground? There was some. I don't know what that is actually. Oh, okay. It's, but it was turning bright red too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen it around, but I don't, I don't know what the, the name of it is actually. I've always been curious about this abandoned house. And if you look, Bill, in the upper, there's a window in the upstairs portion mm -hmm. of the house. And you can see there's a little uh, bent wood chair kind of at the window. Yeah, I noticed that when we were taking the pictures that uh, I wonder how much furniture still up in I the I wonder that building. too. What else is in that place? It's private, of course. Yeah. Yeah, we're we not going to go just, Well, and it is boarded it's up. It's dangerous, too. It would be terribly dangerous. Yeah. But so, I'm very curious. Yeah, actually, in the on the right-hand side of that building, um, down towards the bottom of the building there, you can still faintly see there's uh, a window there that's still got glass in. That I see one. that's covered by vine. Yeah. 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 I was curious. I was almost tempted to go walk around the other side of the building and take a picture. But again, it was private and I, we really don't want to be yeah, we stomping on wanted people's to property. Jump so. out of the car and get our photos and get back in and get out of there before yeah. somebody stopped and said, you're on private property. Yeah. We don't like it when people creep on our property. We so we don't. shouldn't do it to others. No, but this is a spectacular picture. I'm happy yeah, we took the time nice. to yeah. get the Jumanji house. 
Well done, Winnie. Well done, Bill. <laughs> so that was uh, that was our couple of uh, gems in northern Michigan in the fall. Yeah, we'll have to keep gem collection collecting this fall if we can. I hope we continue to have beautiful blue sky days like we've had the last couple days. Because more the merrier. Uh, yeah, we got to soak them in and breathe them in and and fill our fill our what fill our lungs with beautiful fall weather to get us through the winter nothing better than a full chicken gizzard get it yeah <laughs> breathe in the northern michigan air and get a full chicken gizzard yeah did you know that that was an appetizer on the menu <laughs> well why wouldn't it be you know one thing we forgot to mention about the um the dam site in is i think they get their honey that they serve with the biscuits from the local Amish. And Probably. then when we came out of the restaurant, there was a couple of very young Amish boys that had set up a little table at the end of the driveway, like a lemonade stand, but they were selling honey and honey maple and, syrup. And they were, yeah, and, and um, looked like homemade preserves too that they were selling there. I didn't see homemade preserves. Yeah, they were there on the oh, table. Oh, why didn't we stop? Because we didn't have any cash and they were taking just cash. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. You might want to put a little cash in your pocket if you're going to go to the dam site and you want to have a little treat, have a little treat to take home. Besides the key lime pie, it's pretty good, too. <laughs> wonder if we could just go there for dessert. There's only one way to find out. Or maybe just, can I have some chicken skins that are fried? <laughs> Give me some bowl of crackles and some pie. <laughs> All right. Got any uh, inspirational stories to share with us today, Bill? Not any stories, no, but if you have the chance, no matter where you are, get outside, fall's a great time to get outside and enjoy the weather and take in some fresh air and the bugs and aren't too bad. The bugs aren't bad and um, soak in a little life before winter gets you down. So, All right. Sounds good. Maybe right. we'll get into some more uh, Northern Michigan shenanigans before our next podcast. Let's go find out what we can do. Talk to you in two weeks. Thank you for listening in. Have a good day. Goodbye.